0: Welcome back to the small business show, folks. It is almost the end of the year, Shannon. You know,
1: it's time it to is. start thinking about that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great time of year. And uh, it's a great time of year to be a small business owner because there's so many opportunities ahead of you in the next few weeks and uh, things to do and uh, ways to save money. And we're going to talk about them on today's show.
0: We're even going to talk about some ways to spend money to help your business. Yes. Right. Because, yeah. you know, you can you can save money by spending. You can That that is actually <laughs> true. You've heard that before, <laughs> uh, yeah. But but most of the time, it's somebody leading me to believe something that's not true, just <laughs> yes, to get my money from me. And this we're, is true. This yeah. is true. In fact, we're not asking you to spend your money. We 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 have no. a sponsor in this episode, and and we sure would love it if if they, if it works out that you and and them have some some thing where you can do business together. But that's really the only time in the episode we're asking you to spend money on our behalf. Most of the time, we are encouraging you, though, to spend money on your behalf because That's
1: right. it can actually save you money. It's true. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be great. We're going to go through a bunch of tax strategies, all kinds of different stuff about your employees and things. And then towards the end of the show, we're going to talk about one of my absolute favorite things to do uh after the year starts to wrap up and that is the executive summary and we're going to jump into details and why i think it's so awesome
0: Uh, yeah every every year you sing the praises of that and i've done i've started doing some level of it but i'm not i'm not at your level yet but i'm i'll get there i'll get there yeah yeah
1: and there's some really interesting ways to look at it and so we talk about some different methods and different uh benefits of doing it beyond just for your personal, uh, it, you know, it's growth, true.
0: So. You, you, there, in fact, there's one thing that we talk about that, that really sort of shifted my thinking about this. So shall we get to it? Let's do it. He is Shannon Jean. I'm Dave Hamilton, and this is the small business show.
1: Hey Dave, it's that time of year again.
0: It is the end of the year. (laughs) I know it's the end of the year. Yeah, it's you know this is an interesting time of the year for for me, especially because our business, I think like like a lot of folks, is this is our busiest time. You know, I always say we earn fifty percent of our revenue in the last two or three months of the year, and. That that's generally true. Sometimes it's even more than that. Um, but we also wind up booking a lot of, you know, next year's business now. And, and the, you know, it, there's a lot of path paving that happens this time of year that keeps us busier than we are pretty much any other time, but it's good. I mean, that's fine, but it's also one of these weird things because it's like, Oh, right. The end of the year's coming up. I have to stop for a minute at least and make sure I'm making the right decisions so that in February, I'm not thinking like, oh, crap, I should have done that in December right. for or, or I shouldn't have done that in December. I should have waited until January to do that. So this is a, as good a time as any to carve out to do that. So here we are. Yeah, and there's a
1: few weeks left. And, you know, you can get a, surprisingly a lot done and, uh, you know, that time for things you have to get done. Uh, and that's what we want to talk about today and really just kind of dive in. We've done a few of these shows uh, over the years, and there's some good things to revisit and some new tips that I want to talk to uh, talk about. And I, I think the first thing, I it, it's not my favorite, but it, it does need to come before any of the other things I want to talk about is you need to take some time to review your financial uh documents.
0: Oh, that's right. the first thing to do. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know my yeah. rule. I don't get to look at my P&Ls until I look yeah. at my cash flow. So yes,
1: you yes. know, that, and, and, and so that's look the place at your to cash. start. Yeah. Yeah. But, so look and see how it's going. And and because some of the things we're going to discuss are dependent on how that cash flow looks. Right. Well, that's yeah, because you need like if looking at the P&Ls. This is
0: the time of year we're looking at the P&Ls is arguably more important than the cash because. That's what's going to appear once it's sort of translated through on your tax return. And you want to kind of have an idea of what that's going to look like while you still have a little bit of time to manipulate it. But like you said, without cash, you can't necessarily make the changes that you want to make. So it's important to know how much cash, but not, not just cash, how much free cash you have that you're not committed to already spending in say January or February right, right. that that and also December
1: that you can sort of play with perhaps because yeah. you know that's the, that's the trick that's important and and that data that you look at needs to be good you know it can't be you know they say garbage in garbage out right so you need to know and have confidence in that so probably if you a little bit before you start making these decisions now as we wrap up the year it's good to take some time maybe November and and actually November December are a great time to meet with your accountant they're pretty laid back uh in my experience this time of year yeah that doesn't and make sense to me because this is the time of year yeah. that I want them and they're always available yeah. it's awesome always yeah, yeah. so it, it's great I just met with mine um you know last week and we talked about things going on do a whole overview of you know if you if your accountant is your personal accountant as well like mine is it it that's very helpful because you yes. can look at your business look at your uh personal you know finances see where things are uh what the impact of things that may have happened during the year so do that first talk with them get some feedback um i'm i'm famous for making a, an accounting decision that i think is a good idea during the year and then having to have my accountant clean up that mess Later on in December. Yeah, yes. I, I have in,
0: I have a meeting with an accountant uh, this week, but it's it's someone that I know, but I've never worked with him before. And uh, uh, I mean, I I I sort of have in a sort of side project thing where I wasn't really in charge of anything, but I've I, I, I've always thought that he might be a good one uh, when the time comes to transition. And I ran into. An interesting issue with one of my businesses recently and my main accountant that I've had for perhaps too long. Uh, I think it's good to change them, you know, every now and then. But I have probably had him for almost 20 years. And I asked both of these guys the same question because it was a it was a funny little scenario that I found myself in. And my main guy was like, I don't really have any ideas about that. And this other guy wrote me like four pages about oh, wow. exactly what was going on. He understood the problem. He offered some different paths to solve it. It was like, okay, so I'm definitely moving that business to this guy. The question wow. is, am I moving all of them? And and it, yeah. that might that That's doesn't cool. necessarily need to happen at the same time. But um, sure. But I'm I'm using this week as an opportunity to perhaps begin that process, but at least open that door. So
1: yeah. I love that that statement you made that, uh, you know, it is good to change and at least get some uh, second opinions or uh, first opinions from someone new that yep. you listen to advice. I'm, especially I'm nervous
0: person. about it because I've sure. I've gotten into a, a, you know, a comfortable routine with my existing accountant and he sees things. I know I can predict how he is going to respond to certain things. I don't ever like to break the law, but I certainly Want to toe right up to the line uh, in terms of what I can deduct and all of those things because that's it's that's how the law are Patriotic duty, man, it is right. Yeah, and I'm is. not, I don't yet know this guy in that way, so I'm not sure. I'm I, that's where I'm a little anxious about it because I it I I like the way this guy thinks. I think. I just want to I need to find out yeah. how, you know, what's his I don't want I don't like to say risk tolerance because I, I don't like to do risky things, but what's his tolerance for Oh yeah, do that well, and
1: and if the IRS sends you an audit notice, we'll deal with it. Yeah, yeah. here's a reaper reproca- I like to know I always propose things. Can we do this? Mm. And I like it when they say, "Well, either they'll at least say, "No, no, you can't." or yes. Here that this is the risk reward, right? Right, and right. If, if it comes back and they challenge that, here's what it could happen. Like, um, that's exactly you know, right. Yeah, yeah. And and sometimes I don't like for, for a certain business or whatever. Maybe I don't. I don't want to pay our uh the quarterly taxes because. I have better I ask I have better use of the money better use of the right? cash yeah better better use of cash so I always I always say, well, what did that cost us this year not to make quarterlies on that and oh, you know it' was three thousand dollars and I said well, I for example I said, oh well, that's that's fine that's a good cost it, of it, using yeah. that money that's right uh, you know, flipping it multiple times during that time during that quarter it it's it's a reasonable expense so
0: yep um
1: I like yep. it so, so yeah yeah that's good. Uh, along with, you know, st- sticking with money, it, I think it's a really good time to, to look at your uh, accounts receivable and really start thinking, you know, or start looking at who, who's out there that owes you money, right? It, making sure that any stragglers that might've got, you know, maybe you haven't paid in a while. Well, you, you want that cash so you can make some of these decisions that we're going to talk about and it give you some more flexibility. Or if you just, if they're a lost cause and they're never going to pay you, you want to be able to write that off instead of carrying that on your books for another year before you can write it off. That's right. Yep. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look at that. And December is often a good time to catch those people because they too might be looking for an extra write off and sending you that, you know, that, that settling that debt with you if they operate on a cash basis, as opposed to accruals. Well, that might allow them to, uh, to do that. So,
1: yeah. yeah and, and I like that settling. I mean, if it's something that has come to the head and you know your chances of getting paid and you're probably not going to do business with that person anymore or that company, maybe a phone call and saying, look, it's the end of the year or whatever. You owe me $10,000. You want to settle accounts up and I'll take five, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Trying to reach out and get a, a solution. You get some cash, you get a write off. Uh, can work out pretty well. Yeah, it can work out well. Yeah. yeah probably sure. a good spot to remind everyone that Dave and I are small business owners, not accountants. So any advice or comments we get, you know, l- give here are strictly from our own experience. And you should not listen to that advice <laughs> without getting it backed up from your own accountant.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. We her. we we have uh, equal chances of getting audited here as you do. <laughs> yes, and, and, right. and 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 we have to suffer the repercussions of our own audits, but we cannot suffer the repercussions of yours. So, that's yes, make your decisions after consulting your accountant. So,
1: yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> always, always good to point that out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You mentioned uh, earlier in the show that your accountant uh, that handles your business stuff also handles your personal stuff. And he does. This is the time of year to start thinking about if you have some profits in the business and if you have the cash that is free to use those to, you know, perhaps I, I, I like the term you use, take take some pots of gold off the table and put them, you know, in your personal retirement accounts or whatever you choose to do with them. And in, in that way, and your accountant can help you with that too. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of, this is where know, I fail every year, by the way. So
1: like, uh, I, 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 am not good at this. Uh, yeah. Unless I'm forced to do it, neither am I. But if you meet with uh, the right accountant uh, or it, they they're good at, they know this and this yeah. stuff. And there's a ton of perfectly legal ways to do it. And like with one of our companies, uh, my accountant just said, Hey, you know, why isn't Renee on the payroll? And, and uh, I said, well, we don't have a payroll because we don't have any employees. He goes, well, you have Renee, you know, your, your, your spouse, she's doing yeah. And she is, she does stuff. And he's like, sure. She needs to be a, you know, a W2 employee. Then you can give her health Uh And it's a, the, Dramatic savings from paying the healthcare costs versus you know just writing a check and this kind of stuff, and you know it makes total sense. And you really only have to do a payroll, you know, once a year. If at, at oh it's true, if you yeah yeah you don't do it, and you know or quarterly that kind of thing. And uh, the other thing that you know, like you talk about funding your own retirement account. If you don't have a four hundred one k, can you squeeze something in? If you had a good year and you have excess cash. Would you rather give it to the government or put it in your own retirement account or, or spread it out to you, to your employees as well? Yeah. Right. Yeah. What's a better use of cash? That's right. I, I, yeah. I
0: mean, well, it can go you, you and th- 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 you're right. It yeah. can go to you. It can go to your employees. And then I think later we'll talk about it can actually go to your business too. just don't keep it in cash. Turn it into something yes. else. But th- that's right. down the road here. Yeah. 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 No, it that's I, I I've often said I do fine when it comes to making money. I don't do fine when it comes to building wealth, and and that that's actually one of the conversations I need to have with this accountant because yeah, I know it's very that, different. I know that
1: I'm I'm just not paying attention to the right things when it yeah. when it comes to that. Yeah, it's the thing is uh, making money. I, I find the same thing. Is it, uh, I don't want to sound. You know, to make it sound bad, but I mean it's not that difficult. I'm used to it. You know, you kind yeah. of put processes, you develop systems, you get revenue. But that building wealth is uh, very different. And we should probably do a show just about that if we haven't already done one.
0: Yeah. Uh, no, it's just know, a different thing. That's the problem. Different is, mindset
1: yeah. yeah. People think, oh, you you
0: run your own business. Uh, you've been doing that for decades, so you must be doing great. And I mean, the, the reality yeah. is, I'm fine. You know, because right. i right. i can I can fund my life out of my cash flow, which is great. But yes, is. there's more to it than that, or so I'm told.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, yeah. I would say if you're on that that you know, generating good cash flow, all that stuff, that's awesome, and you have a great life. The building wealth, in my experience, doesn't hit you in the head. Sometimes it hits you like with a hammer until you have some large revenue event yes, where you have excess capital to make some of the decisions that then furthers the opportunity to build wealth and get you kind of connected with people that think like that. Right. Right. Uh, and so that I believe is, that's kind of what shocked me into it years ago. Um, it being able to think like that and, and just, you know, just taking other people's advice, even though you want the cash, it's yeah. <laughs> you know like what, well that's what the, the hard Dave thing v- if you're if it's you're
0: tough. used to spending most of the money that you earn, right? Like I mean it, and and certainly as a small business owner, you start out you're spending more than you earn. Then hopefully you earn enough and you can you know run even. Then you might, might like have a little bit and get ahead. And you might use that little bit of extra either to grow the business or, you know, maybe you buy a nicer house for yourself or something like sure. that, which lifestyle can be, creep <laughs> the lifestyle creep. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. And of course, buying a house can be seen as building equity and wealth and all that stuff. So yeah, that me. that yeah. it can be. But you might buy a nicer car for yourself. That's definitely a waste of money. Uh, of of You might enjoy wasting that. Many, that I've done that, that, that many money. times. Yeah, Same. The, but it's not well, you're not getting anything out of it other than right. driving a nicer car. Uh, Yeah. And and the problem is, like you said, that, you know, you get in the habit early on of spending your money. And then if you have a little bit of extra, you're like, well, I'll just spend it. It's fine. I know how to make more. It's like, well, I don't want to have to make more every day of my life for the rest of my life. So,
1: (laughs) yeah. And and those things that, uh, you know, uh, I would argue that. The things that enrich your life, the new car, all this kind of stuff, sure. travel, you can do that through your business. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you don't want to take, you know, that income and then buy that vehicle with after tax income. Right. Right. You, you want to find a way to justify it, uh, at least part of it. Maybe you can't, uh, you know, justify the whole thing, but you, you certainly can, you know, get part of it, uh, keep track of things and enrich your life. Uh, pre tax. And you can do it pre tax. That's right.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Right on. Yeah. Hey, uh, one thing that you might need to get for your business, and this is a perfect time of year to think about it, is what our first sponsor offers, and that is Linode with their SSD servers in the Linode cloud. Uh, if you go to Linode, L I N O D E dot com slash SBS and use promo code SBS2019, you get a $20 credit. To start with your own server in the cloud and their servers start at just five bucks a month. So you can do that math. You've got a server into the new year while still burning through that twenty dollar credit. All of Linode's servers, as I mentioned, are SSD native with their storage, which means they are fast in reading and writing, which is the thing that slows down most servers You can pick from any one of their 10 worldwide data centers, and these servers can be used for all kinds of things. If you need a VPN in the cloud, if you need a WordPress site, if you need uh, maybe you want a Minecraft server to play with at home, you know, that's fine. All of that stuff is available through Linode's cloud manager. So you don't even have to log in with a terminal session. You do it all on the Web and it spins up your server for you and you're good to go. So go check it out. Go to linode.com SBS. Use promo code SBS2019 to get that $20 credit. And our thanks to Linode for sponsoring this episode. All right, man. What's next
1: on our, cool. on our list here? Yeah, so we talked a lot about tax liability. I have a couple uh, or a few more things just to mention quickly, you know, ways to save on your taxes before the end of the year. If, yeah. if you have an in- inventory business, and you've been carrying some stale inventory uh now is the time to you know consider taking that write off on the value that you spent right uh instead of carrying it an entire another year uh, you know and maybe maybe you need to keep it maybe maybe uh, this isn't the year but if you know there's a huge project you have working on you know second quarter of 2020 and you're like wow we're really going to have a great quarter, let's let's not take that right off now. But you certainly want to kind of put it into that bucket of things uh that you have an opportunity to to help write down your uh yeah profits for your, your profits. Your profits. Yeah, for sure. Um we talked about this. And then the other thing is are there things that you need? You know, do you need a new forklift? Do you need a new uh web server? Do you need uh, you know whatever, some new office furniture, new computers for your people. Um, you know, maybe you can pay for those now. And take delivery after you know the uh, the first of the year, so get the benefit of of the expense now, and without the liability if you're you know buying assets that you might have to pay tax on or inventory that you might have to pay tax on. Uh, yeah, that you push. Well, the
0: this is to, uh, what we were talking about before. You can spend the money on on your
1: employees,
0: on yourself, on taxes. Of course, that's the sort of the yep. default choice if you choose nothing else. And then you can spend it on your business. And this is how you do that. You can take those, you know, sometimes depending on what your business structure is, there are those Section 179 deductions or things that are like that where you can write down more than a year's worth of the expense Uh, All at once or, you know, depending again, you got to talk to your accountant and see where your profits are. You can't go past your your profits with it, but you can you can really save yourself on taxes if you just think a little bit like you said, maybe you don't need those new computers for your staff until March, but. You know, if you yeah. if you have the free cash flow now, you just saved
1: maybe thirty percent on those. So right, yeah, and or and you might get a good deal because people are moving out product, especially inventory that they don't want to pay you know taxes on the end of the year. So you may you know get some additional savings. So it's it, the uh, one of the things that you know is, is, would suggest is just question the way things that way you've been doing things too. Uh, mm. Oh, let's spend the money now, but also just oh, we've done this every year. We've had this accountant for 20 years. This is a good time of the year to just question how things work in your organization and look at inefficiencies because that stuff builds up over time. And I constantly, even though I I, I embrace change, I love it. Uh, I always find things that, you know what? Uh, we could do this better. I could do different at looking at Maybe the way someone else is doing it, a different company that you could model at. But I think this is a good time to look in retrospect and uh, look at your systems and processes and, and make sure they're efficient and up to date. That's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, For me, it's a tough time of year to do that because we're knee deep in our systems and processes. But but there are some things like like, you know, for example, my accountant where it's like, no, this is the right time of year to look at that. Some of the other business processes, those are better looked at in, say, June when things are typically a little slower for us than, you know, than they might be or sometimes in February for us. But
1: yeah. Yeah. No. And that's a good point, too, is maybe your end of year shouldn't be December 31st. It's right. so true. Uh, yeah. You know, if your end of year uh it, you know, if it's better to have that June-July slow time to kind of figure things out, maybe that needs to be your your physical. Uh, year. I think, you know, like Apple does their, they're just going into their first quarter, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. No, they, well, not just going into it, but, but no, their first quarter yeah. is yeah. kind of the fourth quarter for most that's the right. companies. Right? Yep. So they have a strong start to their fiscal year. Look at that as well. So questioning things, how you get set up, what benefit could you get by not having to hustle and worry about into the holidays? Are, I don't want to look at my PL in December, maybe, you know, maybe well, you don't want to look well, at this kind of stuff.
0: Or maybe you're like us and you know we earn as i said we earn a lot of our revenue in q4 uh, yeah. it it's tough earning all that revenue and then wanting to get our books as close to you know profit neutral as possible in the thick of that we would yeah. we would be That's way right. better off setting march 31st as our end of year because it would give us time to spend some of that money and manage it out uh, as opposed to having to, you know, finagle things every yes. single December.
1: Yeah. 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 That's a really good idea. Good thing to talk to your, your new accountant about. Yeah, I will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah that's changing that's a pain in the neck. But I know. Yeah. I, know. I went through it a did couple you? of years ago. Okay. I did. Uh, I actually we. Uh, it's it's a long story, but we have a, a new relatively new. We've had him for, I think, uh I don't know, four or five years, but they're great, you know, and and they have a good team and they question me, which is really good. And they push me because I'm, like I said, notorious for kind of doing things. And I, even just last week when I met with them, I got hammered for uh, some of our real estate. I, I read an article that says, well, you know, really each of your... Your rentals should be in a separate LLC to protect you for this. And I'm like, well, you know, I may move out of California, so I'm going to start these LLCs in Nevada. And I did all this stuff on my own. And he's like, why didn't you call me? Because you, you know, now we have to do this, this and this instead of doing it this way. There's a lot of processes uh, in the steps in a certain order that, that give you certain benefits. Um, I'm notorious so I like for how, making those off the cuff decisions and, and, yeah. and then the getting yelled at. Dilemma, right? yeah, yeah, well it is.
0: And, and it's not, you know, it's not my accountant or my attorney yelling at me because, because it affects
1: them. It's that you it know. affects me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are be good. And I like yeah. how they, this you know new group where they're kind of, they, they try at least to hold me accountable good. and t- teach me, Look, do this if you if you're thinking about this, send us a quick email. Uh, you know, and I'm just like, okay, great. We'll you know we'll do that. So yeah, that yeah, pretty well. Yeah. Hey, so the last thing I want to talk about, and it's one of my favorite things to do, and you might need to do it. You know, in I call it the end of the year, but if you don't have time, you could you know certainly do it in January. But it's a, I call it the executive summary, and the reason I like this so much is it serves a, a bunch of different purposes. You know, what you're going to do is basically create a document all about your business in 2019. And you want to start off, I, I like to start mine off, uh, you know, with kind of a monologue of how things went. Okay. okay. This is the narrative and here's the framework that we're going to discuss this. Just, it could be a paragraph Could I'm a little long winded if you don't know by now. So mine's a little longer. Um, but usually the first page is kind of, here's what happened. Here's what I, here's what we learned, all that stuff. And then jump into uh, talking about, you know, real specific things. Did you make any large purchases, right? Did you buy that piece of equipment? Did you revamp your entire, uh, you know, network or IT, to, you know, system sure. website, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just all kinds of anything that had a, uh, a change, you know, cause a change in in your business. Did you change, you know, did you get a new general manager? Did you get a new CFO? All those kind of stuff, sure. financial changes. And what I like about it is you're creating this document that number one, it's good for you to step back and look at, uh, you know how things went, and sometimes you, you kind of have to pull it out and uh, during the during next year and look at. But number two, it also it gives you a document to hand to someone, maybe like a banker, maybe like an accountant, a, your new accountant. He's like, well, look here's here's our here was last year, here's how things went, and they they can get a better picture of your business with this executive summary. And maybe you've been doing it for the last five years, so you can give them like a whole little booklet if you will, or email them a PDF. And they can kind of look at the uh, your strategy, how things worked, how things didn't work. And this could be a one-pager. I mean, it's certainly up to you. What you sure. do It can be very dry. You don't need a monologue if you don't. You could just have boom, boom, boom. And then one of the other things it does, if you're an LLC or you know, C Corp, S Corp, whatever, it creates your annual minutes, which are very important. If you ever get sued and you want to show that you really are separate and you're not dipping your personal, you know, stuff into your corporate uh, accounts, those minutes are very important that is sets that tone that yes, we are a separate entity and, and that kind of stuff. So it So have you terrible. have you had to deal with that
0: before? That's an interesting thing. Have I have. You have. And those minutes don't need to be on file. Ahead nope. of time that you just need to nope. have them. Okay.
1: I have right. had to go back and create them. <laughs> okay. Well, that was, that was sort of my question is. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got and it. During a, uh, you know, when we had a lawsuit, you know, I don't know, a long, long time ago, sure. fifteen years ago, and my turn is like, oh, make sure you bring me all your corporate minutes, and I said, what? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. And he said, well, you have all those. I know you do. Here's a template that you could use uh, <laughs> to do the most current one. I know maybe you haven't done that one. I said, oh, yeah. of course. So yeah. you have to struggle, and it's harder to go back, you know, and look through everything. So if you do this quick thing, it it, it it's really great. Um, you know, I, I talk about facility information oh we signed a new lease we moved we opened a new location we sure. closed the location yeah yeah uh you know what opportunities are for the next year so I, I wrote a blog post up on at businessshow.co about this uh and we will uh link it in the show notes so you can go take a look and there's a template up there that i you know just, just very simple basic stuff and uh, uh it, it it works out really well and one of the best things about it that works for me is I really like to go back to them and compare uh, previous years. You know, it's like a journal. It's like that Facebook Mm. things pops up, look at your memories or whatever. If you use time hop as another app that does that for you with your photos. This is kind of what's going on with your business. And you can go back and look, Oh, did that new thing we wanted to do? How'd that work out for us? You know, you can see the changes. Oh, it was a disaster. Oh, it was a great success. But you have this, timeline that you're creating that is really good to look back on. I love it and, and I also you know we've talked about creating a success list for your personal success at the end of the, or, you know, every year. This is kind of where you can tease those things out or you can put them on your failure resume, right yeah. <laughs> if you oh we bought this company and everything went to hell and it turned out to be not very good, that can go but you can talk about what you learned from that. So that narrative is really powerful, especially when you're trying to meet somebody that maybe is going to be an investor or you're going to get a line of credit when they see that you had the foresight to create this thing it, it, it's impressive huh, that's impressive makes sense yeah, yeah. right and yeah. if you
0: have
1: i show them the first year and they go oh this is so cool and i go well i can give it to you like for the last 10 years if you'd like to see it and more times than not they're like yeah send that to me because i can kind of see the 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 story arc if you will, of of your company. Yeah, that trajectory matters
0: in in those scenarios. Yeah, you might even share it with a, if you're hiring someone at a higher level in your organization, you're trying to attract them, that can be a thing
1: where it could be, you know. Yeah. 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 It it tells your story and what it does is it gives you the opportunity to create the narrative. Because some people, all they want to do is dig into your P&L and balance sheet. And I would really But then They're writing the story. Yes, yes, because they're going to pick out whatever serves them the most, right? But if you frame it, and sometimes I'll even include the P and L and sections of it or the balance sheet. Sure. Oh, here's here's what happened here. Here's how we lost all that equity, or we we took a you know quarter million dollar write off this year because of X, you know, right. or this kind of thing. Because you can explain it. Because like I, I can recall trying to go get a, you know a new line of credit, save some money uh, with a new bank, and we've had a terrible year. They were very specific reasons and some of the planning that went involved. And I could almost, you kind of hear a sigh of relief when they read this and go, Oh, Oh, this wasn't just something out of the blue where you lost a bunch of money. It's like, right, no, we, right, right. We right. knew we were going to dive deep and spend on this project and we wouldn't realize profits for, you know, uh, eight months or whatever it was. Uh, so it works out great. So go check out that uh, that link in the show notes if you'd like to take a look at it. If you have any questions uh, about how to do it, I like to create a draft and leave leave it kind of open for a few weeks towards the end of the year because then I come back in and revisit it um, and uh, let me know what you think. Yeah. Send uh, your comments, questions to feedback at show.co. Love that's, to hear from you. That's feedback at show.co, I believe is, is the yes. way to address there. Yeah. Yes, sir. You got to, And, you know, if you're on a Mac and you're using the new podcast app, it's much easier to leave a review for the business, uh, small business show podcast. Just scroll down to the bottom and there's a link when in your feed and it says reviews. Click that and you can go right in. Boom. Right there. Perfect. And we would we would love that. Yeah, those those they, they make a huge difference for
0: us. I know we ask for it all the time and it's because it matters. But what else you can do is just tell somebody about the show. Pick one person. And just tell them, I like this show, you should listen, or I think you might like to listen. You know, maybe if you don't like to say should, that's fine. But, you know, recommend it to one person. You don't have to post it on Facebook if you don't want or anything like that. But just find one person and say, hey, check this show out. I think you might like it. And,
1: yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I listened to Oprah Winfrey podcast, and even she asks for reviews on her hey, show. So if, a, if a billionaire go. can do it, <laughs> I'm, I'm confident now that we should be doing it more. That's it. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, That's so we'd good. We love it. That'd be <laughs> great. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks so much, everybody. We
0: will uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, keep living that charmed life. We'll just... <laughs>